Welcome to the All Walks of Art podcast. I'm Michael Worth, your host, and we are on the road today. I want to say welcome, Paul. How you doing, Paul? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you? How are you doing? <laughs> we were talking about that before the show. Just, just a little deeper. A little, a little bit bass yeah. in my voice here. Hey, hey, baby. <laughs> on the love bus. What? <laughs> oh, no. See, we're starting out goofy again like we always do. Anyway, we are on the road. We are. We are on location. Super secret. Top secret location. We didn't have food our last road trip. We drank a lot. We did. We did. But we are in the home of, you got me going on Andrew, and it's not Andrew. It's you Drew. Drew Hentick. Drew. It's Drew. Drew. Welcome to the show, Drew. Good to be here. Good to be here. Thanks, sir. So, Welcome to my home. Welcome to my kitchen. Thank you. Thank you. It, it is a beautiful kitchen at that. Uh, oh, what are we I drinking? Even, what are we drinking? We got our drinks ready. What are we doing? Oh, you know, you're right. I knew there was something. I knew there was something we forgot. What we yeah, yeah. We Let are me going, grab this bag. We are going, yeah, grab the bag. All right. I'll Bring grab. the bag over here. And while you're doing that, I'm going to just mention that uh, in the spirit of Thanksgiving, we are having wild turkey. Nice. Paul, have you ever had wild turkey? I don't think I have. I bet you have, haven't you, Drew? I have, I have glassware. If you, if you, uh, I, I packed. Yeah, that's cool. That's, that's, that's cool. Good. He's got like everything. See, ready. this is good. I'm, yeah. glad, I'm glad that we didn't have this ready because, you know, yeah. it gets the listeners a little it excited. Does. Yeah, Did well. you hear that? That's a great sound on this counter. Listen, yeah. everyone be quiet. Ooh. Oh, I like that. Here's a nice old glass for you. Oh, yes. He did. He came prepared. I like that. Oh, yeah. He don't mess around. Thank you, sir. And then I have to tear into the bag. I got, I got to share these, too. My friend Ginky Hagata. We talk about Ginky quite a bit. He's a, he's a friend of mine, and uh, he made he does this thing called Creators Offline. So. I like that. Well, you this can, is good. Why? You can keep those. Oh, thanks. Every time we do a remote, I get another marketing idea for MG Plus. Yeah, yeah, great. those those uh, those coasters are awesome. Uh, Ginky put them together. Uh, our our friend Felix Schlater did the artwork for him, so that's pretty cool there too. Now, for everybody listening, because we we are kind of gathering some things up, there is a counter in front of us that that I need to explain. There is like there's like real food on this counter. <laughs> this, I mean, right. seriously, it's like bowls of this and bowls of that. And it's not like from a can or anything, like no box. No. There's a there's a cutting board. This is awesome. So what do you got for us today? Um, actually, in the spirit of Thanksgiving, along with your wild turkey, we didn't prep that. We just both had yeah. Thanksgiving in yeah. our mind. We're going to do a, uh, a deconstructed Thanksgiving, basically a sheet pan meal is what's going to be coming at you. Very cool. Um, but I'm not doing a turkey because I don't eat. The month of November, I don't eat turkey because I'm going to eat a lot on Thanksgiving. There you go. So I like to keep my palate turkey free. Well, so we, we got turkey with us. So we're yeah, good. Oh, yeah. Wild got, turkey. Got it covered. <laughs> got it covered. So. So you're going to cook all this right here, right in front yeah. of us? Yeah. Actually, I'm going to get I'm gonna get started prepping some of these. You go ahead and do that. We can talk. And anything anything you want to jump in on, you can. We're not going to bug you with a bunch of questions. No, you can. I, 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 I really, got some yeah. questions. Do you, you have some I questions? Do. Absolutely. Okay. Because well, I know this is about art, and as you can see, yeah, right? absolutely. On yeah. here, I mean, they 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 meld. They, they come do. from the same they place. Do. All walks of art. That's the whole idea. Yeah, really. So we've talked a lot about in past shows about uh, prep work and and what goes into that. How much how much is preparation? Um, you know, how big part of the process is that for you and and creating or or cooking or? Yeah, that's prep is non. It's nonstop. Um, Actually, as I cut the end of this onion off, I was thinking to myself, how many onions 
in my lifetime have I cut just some quick back the napkin mask. We're at 10,000, you know, just, just hacking onions and, you know, and the prep work is, is actually where the magic happens, right? Cause you got it in your head. The process has started. You have all your palate in front of you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's where I get my most enjoyment is the prep of it. I don't know. It's just, uh, just that personal thing. That is really cool. And you do a lot of things outside of basically, I mean, you wear a lot of hats. I do. Always um, a student. Always a student. Yeah. True master of none. <laughs> right. But I, I don't am know always about a that. student. From what I'm seeing here, I mean, it. I got to say this because a lot of our listeners, they don't do their art as a full-time vocation. They, they typically do it, uh, a lot of them for fun. Some of them do it for profit. For you, for what you do with your art, what is it? What is it that you do exactly? Can you can you elaborate on your day job versus your evening well, job and your balance, your harmony, so to speak? Isn't that the key, right? So my day job, I'm actually uh, I'm I work in the health system. I do uh, analytics for revenue cycle is what I do. So I sit in front of a computer and I write code. All day. Exactly, exactly. But. <laughs> There's more to that. That challenges me much like cooking, much like everything else in my life. Mm -hmm. That's that's where this comes from. Cheers, by the way. Cheers, yes. Oh, we're drinking this? Yeah, yeah, I I really did a major faux pas there. I took a sip. I love it. It's okay. Um, Oh, God. (laughs) 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 Of all the times we needed the camera to be on you. Oh, my God. So Paul does not like straight wild turkey. Oh. Well, it's nice and warm. <laughs> the, the aftertaste isn't bad, but damn, it's a punch you in the face, sir. Yeah, I'm awake now. It's spicy. Got a nice little spice to it. This let me let me uh, let our listeners know what we got here. We got the regular wild turkey bourbon, Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey from Kentucky. Which I'm a purist. I think all bourbon should really come from Kentucky. But I know that there's companies out there that make it that you know. Uh, this is 81 proof, yeah, so it's 40.5%. Um, so I, th- I think it's a perfect blend of, of heat versus alcohol and flavor. Uh, I've had an opportunity to visit the distillery a couple of times and, um, it's, it's a real experience. If you've never been able to do something like that, there's a, all kinds of aromas in the air. I mean, even when you get in that vicinity, you can smell it in the rack houses and, and whatnot. So it's, it's yeah, I'd like helps. to check it out. Even being, you know, a non-drinker. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it, so I think it would be interesting. They made a raisin pudding with uh, wild turkey. That and sounds really good. Gave it to us. I mean, yeah, it was it was fantastic because that flavor profile's got to be there. Right? Yeah, yeah. You use alcohol a lot in uh, any of your dishes or anything um, you do? I, I don't use it a lot, um, but I use it when appropriate. Uh, like I made a steak last night. Of course, using red wine at deglazed pan, you can't let that go. Yeah, right? that's All nice. that Malliard effect. Yeah, get those yes. tasty bits. <laughs> get those tasty bits. I knew we were in a good home when we walked in and I saw a Sriracha shirt. Yeah, buddy. So I knew there was something there because, you know, not everybody gets into that. Yeah. And... I got to ask, because uh, I hear a lot of chefs talk about um, when you're a smoker, mm-hmm. you can really mess up your palate and and make it really difficult for, for your yourself to actually be a good cook. It was very true. I was a, actually a smoker for 22 years. I'm not a smoker now, but for 22 years, I was a smoker. Oh, and wow. When I quit within... 
30 days of mm -hmm. my last cigarette, it was like I was tasting food magnified. Like yeah. things smelled, you know, yeah, it, it can affect you. Wow. Do you think the hot sauce does at all? I mean, we've all had chicken before that was just so hot. You yeah. You couldn't taste chicken. Yeah. That's, it's just like when you're creating your works of art, there has to be a balance. Yeah. Right. Too much one way. It's off. You know, you got to, you got to kind of stay in the middle. So if you're having hot wings, unless you're in there for a contest, right? I'm here yeah, for a, right. a hot wing eating contest. You won't be able to taste the chicken. Exactly. How's the exactly. how's the seasoning exactly. chicken? And really, that's that's how I how I prepare my meals is creating uh, flavor opportunities, right? You want to be able to experience salty, sweet, fat, you yes. know, all of the all of the, the that's your palate. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, and you got to take all that into effect. Too much salt's going to ruin a dish. Not enough. If if I'm a chef and someone reaches for a salt shaker, right, that hurts my heart. Yep. Right. Because right. I miss my balance. Right. But, you know, and exposing yourself to people, that's the thing about cooking. That is the thing. Like I appreciate and respect all mediums of art because I've, I've done a lot of them. Right. Mm -hmm. Started playing music when I was a kid and, you know, just seeking out forms of expression. The one thing that I appreciate about cooking is that you can't hide. Right. Right. You're going to take it in to their body. Right. We hear music through our ears. We're processing it with our mentals. Food you are consuming. You're going right. to turn it into poo. Right. This is. Like, <laughs> You're sustaining exactly, life. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it is to, to this day the most vulnerable that I feel in my life is when someone steps in to take a bite of that food hmm. because you, you are exposed. Yeah. I find that quite interesting. Go ahead, Paul. You no. want something? No? Well, you know, you mentioned, um, hey, you know, I got two you knows already. All right, at the start. That's really awesome. Yeah. So uh, yeah. if you're playing a drinking game at home, yeah. uh, let's get started. But what I was going to say is you mentioned, um, you know, doing some other artistic mediums. And, of course, you're one of the, the more um, naturally gifted musicians that, that I've ever known. But yet you never really took it to that next level as far as with music or any, anything like that. But cooking has always been something you've been passionate about. Why do you think that – you gravitated towards that and you stuck with that and that is your thing rather than playing guitar or keyboards or drums or any of these other things. Um, thought about that a lot too, because you are, you are correct. I've tried a lot of things and never really fully committed to one thing. And I think, I think food is because I'm going to have to, I got to eat. Yeah. Right. You can easily, get busy with work before you know it two weeks come by and I haven't picked up the guitar, you know, before it, well, you know, I don't have time now mm -hmm. cooking for me. I, I have to do it. Right. Like, I, I just, I have to, we got to eat. We got to eat. You don't have to, you can go to McDonald's. Oh, well, well I'm, but, but <laughs> that, I'm that's saying the there you Jackson go. Pollock right there. Well, that's the Jackson Pollock. <laughs> sure. But it's food. about, I, I see what he's going with it. And it's a very valid there was a lot of work and I am not a cook. Yeah. I am not a cook at all. I don't, yeah. I don't even like microwaving things. <clears throat> I eat out pretty much every meal of the day because I don't know what I might want the next day. I don't, all this prep is fun to watch, but this is just, this would be agonizing torture for me to yeah. get all this ready and have all this ready to go. No, and then that's have to stand I, here and cook. I think the setup part is just as much fun as the cooking part. Because when I make my coffee, I do, I do. I'm just such a, I don't know, such a nerd. 
about making my coffee that, you know, I like the Chemex. I like grinding my own beans. I like measuring out exactly the right grams of coffee beans with the right grams of water to make the perfect cup. Yeah. See, I don't want that. I just want to have what I want when it I only, want it. It only takes five to 10 minutes. That's anyway, five more minutes. You get, that, that's that. the thing. You got to want to do it. Yeah. I grew up in a home where obviously we ate, but the person preparing the meals did not enjoy preparing the meals. Of course, there's yeah. ten, 10 people in the house, True. so you're not going to, not going to prepare that. But to your point, I think it's the challenge. I think that's what drives me to this being able to create something that you eat and you, you enjoy eating. Mm -hmm. Someone says, mm, you know, right. or, or it reminds them of a different time in their life. It takes them back to a memory. These things grown from the earth and, you're doing this alchemy where you're you're taking raw ingredients and turning into something that I'm about to put on a utensil. Right? Right. The thing that kills me though with with food and chefs and cooks and I mean everybody in the kitchen, your art is consumed. Yeah. Your art doesn't exist after it's enjoyed. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, briefly <laughs> in a bit. Right. right? <clears throat> and it's it's like you know, with, yeah. with my paintings, there's kind of a legacy there. With music, you still have a legacy there. Right. There's there's things that go on with food, unless you get a photo. Yeah. Or That's what Instagram's for. Right. But, I mean, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like it's so in the moment. And that's what I think I love about food. And, and I love that it's, in our culture, it's still considered a culinary, I mean, it's an art, right? So we, we think of it as one of the arts. We do, but I, I think... I think that it's harder for, I might be wrong here, but I think that, you know, a lot of our listeners automatically think that or can can um, see the parallels to that. But mm -hmm. I think just mm -hmm. to the normal everyday, the civilian, the non, the, just the art lover, I don't yeah. think a lot of them really look at it like that. It's a more um, sterile or mechanical kind of thing, maybe because of yeah. McDonald's or, right, or, yeah. or that kind of thing. And I, I guess using Jackson Pollock probably wasn't a very good example for that or analogy for that. But Well, you hate Jackson Pollock. I, so. I do. I Nick, do. Nickel, the the I Nickelback do. reference will be coming soon. Yeah. So. Yeah. To me, um, when you have a prepared meal, it, this is really important to get out to. When you have a prepared meal, I, I think there's a lot more to it than just sustaining life or getting your belly full or any of these other things. There's so many other enjoyable aspects to a meal, like what he's making today. You know, you, you've got, I don't know when I go through the drive through it's, I don't really know how to explain this in an analogy that makes sense to anybody but myself. But I think when I go through the drive through it just feels like I'm watching a 1980s sitcom because I just want to laugh, you know, but when I sit down to have something prepared like this, it's like I'm sitting down to make a, a choice to watch The Mandalorian, right? Yeah. Have you watched The Mandalorian yet? I hate your guts. <laughs> I really do. Dude, that segue was bomb. Come <laughs> on now. Yes, I've seen episode one. I have not been able to see episode two. Why? <laughs> You've what? had time. I haven't, no, I haven't had enough time. And that, that I, I couldn't resist it. That little Yoda-like creature is so adorable. I had to watch the second See, episode. See, now, people that hasn't watched the first one, maybe they don't know there's a little Yeah, there's, there's spoilers here, folks. If you're listening and you haven't seen The Mandalorian yet, get with the program. It's been out for a week. Yeah. Get the free, get the free trial. Watch it. Do your thing. <laughs> All right. Watch Looper. Looper on YouTube will tell you everything you need to know. <laughs> anyway. He, he was adorable. He was. 
He's 50, he 50 years old. Yeah, right. I wasn't expecting that. So we, you know, just talking about the first episode. Yeah. Yeah, I had, I had. That was a total shock that that's what. Uh, that's what. Oh that's yeah, the, me too. The, That is the, the 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 bounty he was looking for. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I couldn't believe it. So that was good. That, they they got me. I I don't think it's as it's as mind blowing as uh, everybody acts like, but it is a very good show so far. There's, I wish you could smell this, folks. We had smell vision. Yeah. There's, it's like this hundred year old looking mortar and pestle, mortar and pestle thing. And he's mm-hmm. just put all these. The ashes of his it. grandfather used to be in that. Now he uses it as a. You know, again, back to the, how I go about preparing a meal. When I, when I started this, I wanted to learn it all. I consumed myself, you know, mm-hmm. jumped in with both feet and. You know, started making things complicated like beef Wellington and trying to hit, you know, pinnacles of, you know, culinary arts. Yeah. And then after the years start progressing and you make meals and develop a palate, you start to realize that perfection is in simplicity. Right. Absolutely. It it really is. We're real. We have root vegetables. So we got I got some sweet potatoes in here. I got an apple. Right. We got some red onions, a couple of Brussels sprouts, um, some celery and carrots in here. Right. All these are so readily available. Mm-hmm. You know, they're relatively cost effective. It's not a pomegranate is what you're saying or exactly. dragon fruit or something weird. Yeah. And that there is too. Right. Simplicity. You know, in this region, our palate doesn't, you know, we have to be introduced to mm-hmm. things like, you know, pomegranate vin- vinaigrette or something like that. These these are familiar flavors with us. Mm-hmm. And if you take just just quality ingredients and this is fresh rosemary the difference between fresh and dried mm-hmm. is, is it's not even close right, right? it's by buying mass produced art versus someone that's been touched by hand exactly the, the quality that everything feels different about it and that's that's the appreciation that i have for this this art you know so do you consider yourself a cook or a chef definitely a cook i'm not a chef because you got to give respect to those who are going to go to school and study under and, you know. So a musician that goes to Juilliard is a musician, but one that doesn't, isn't? Does, do those people have titles anyway? No, like, I don't know. I mean. Does society give them diff- different titles? Well, society. I see where you're going at this. Because yeah. I, I hear a lot of folks who make fantastic meals revere the chef title for chefs yeah um i don't really know how to explain it you probably get it yeah um and i don't know that it's really schooling as much as who you've studied with or what kitchens you've worked in to earn the title maybe i don't know yeah and really is there any uh better better teacher than life no yeah we have to eat right yeah you gotta eat so everybody should learn how to be a cook yeah exactly because and honestly what drives people away with it first first is maybe they just don't like it maybe they mm-hmm. just don't enjoy cooking they hate True. other people i would say a majority of people would be intimidated by how do i prepare this meal mm-hmm. you know whereas again simple ingredients keeping it five or less make sure you're balanced with their tasting as you go mm-hmm. you know those are the things that can empower somebody to plus the savings the cost savings it's ridiculous oh yeah from preparing oh yeah you know, boxed things to what you can get bulk. I mean, for, I don't know, I would say 20, uh, no, 30 bucks. I could feed a family of four dinner for a week for $30. But you got to eat the same thing. No, absolutely. I don't know. There's so much variety within, 
within things, <laughs> right? So if I put rosemary, sage, thyme, um, salt, pepper, a little allspice mm -hmm. in this right here, if I switch it to chili powder, right, a little cumin mm -hmm. in here, we got a whole different flavor profile. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know. So what kind of apples are those? Um, I, I use the food. Them apples. I use the apples. Are. I'm funny about apples. <laughs> yeah. I, I like apples, and they look they look like Macintosh to me. Fuji. They are Fuji. Yeah, so I, I enjoy Fuji. Um, Killing if, you softly. If something's, <laughs> um, I'm good for something here. Yeah. If you're uh, if you're cooking apples, you either want to use a Granny Smith because it's not going to disintegrate. Yeah. Um, Fuji's are a little crisp, but I'm also using a high temperature in the oven. Did you hear that whistle? That was awesome. And when I talked. I We'll edit it out. But I got high <laughs> high temperatures in here, so it'll, it'll crisp up right. That's cool. I was told one time that the Fuji and Macintosh apple have the most nutrients of any of the apples. Really? Who yeah. told you that? A nutritionist. Well, okay. I guess the argument's <laughs> over there. High in fiber and really good for nutrients. I am uh, pumped about those. the uh, Cosmic Crisp that's dropping in December, the Ooh, new apple. Really? There's a new one? That. They put 20 years of, of research into this apple to bring cosmic, it. Cosmic crisp. So there you go, science. Yeah. So how much does science play a, a role into your – I remember you told me one you, – you, you was telling me something once about how uh, – I don't know if it's cold or you put it in the refrigerator and, and you put the marinade on it and it causes the cells to expand and it sucks in. I don't know. I, yeah. I kind of zoned out. but Yeah. yeah. Um, take a steak, for example. You know, or any piece of cold meat. As soon as you know how it is, being 98 degrees as people, we walk outside and it's cold outside, we seize up. That's exactly what's going to happen when you have, you know, if you put a cold steak on a hot skillet, yeah. it's just going to seize up. Oh, That's yeah. why you get pork chops that bend, you know, your, your, you know, bologna sandwiches. Yeah. Because, you know, I eat all types of food. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it'll pop up because it's cold. It's trying huh. to get away from the heat. Yeah. You know, it's so dead. How can it get away? It still knows. Science. <laughs> science. Right? We talk a lot about uh, side hustles and yeah. and stuff on here. So, uh, I mean, tell us a little bit about what, one, of the, one of the things you got going on is doing this dinner for two yeah. thing where where you go and, and prepare a meal uh, for people in people's homes. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yeah, that? that and, and is that kind of the experience we're getting here? Yeah, more interaction here. There's more interaction here. Most people have dinner guests over and they're hanging out in the other room. They don't want to, I don't want to talk to the help, you know, type attitudes. <laughs> but um, yeah, this is pretty much it. So I do, I do a few things. I, I cater uh, large events. I was going to uh, ask. Yeah, I didn't. Mm, that's uh, I cater large events. Um, there's a more intimate setting where it's, 10 to 15 people. It's more of a family style meal. And then dining in tonight, which is my, my personal favorite is when you call me up and say, Hey, me and my significant other want to have a meal. And I come to your house and I prep you a meal in your house and I, you know, feed it to you and then bounce. That's awesome. Right. Yeah. That, you know, that's really cool. Yeah. We live in a, a small community too. And that's not something you really have a lot. In fact, when I was doing the research for this, cause I, this is the first episode that I really didn't know the guest, right? I thought about that. And I was like, oh, I'm so nervous because I don't know what to say. And, and there's not a lot about you online yeah. at all. I mean, and you're just I'm you're, a private person. You're, you're kind of a, yeah. a dark horse when that happens. And I'm like, I, I can't research this guy. And you, you do know, a lot of your, your business word of mouth. Correct? I do. Yeah, yeah I that do. is that is absolutely awesome. Yeah. yeah, I appreciate that. That's why I say we're in a... a top secret location. <laughs> if, if you have access to Drew, I mean, you've, right. you've got 
kind of a gold mine right now of what you can uh, get. I mean, I'm not even talking about it very good because I'm so enamored that I'm going to be calling you for something. I oh, know. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty fun. <laughs> um, catering is so much different than this type of, this type of setting is fun, right? Mm -hmm. Because you got this interaction going the, the small samples here. I know what this is going to taste like when you guys eat it. I already know. Yeah. When you're cooking for a hundred people, 150 people, you, you can't taste all that. Right. You have to trust in your technique because, you know. So is there still art in that or is it just technique and science? Oh, yeah. It's more organizational. It begins with art. But once you've crafted that, you know, you can expand it. In, you know, um, you can expand it to, for volumes. But at some point it becomes trust within yourself. Right. You know, you, you just have to. My uh, most harrowing catering story is I had to drive to Cleveland, Ohio for a wedding, 150 people. I'm making lasagna, chicken alfredo, um, handmade yeast rolls, uh, the gambit, you salad. Packed, you packed all this. I mean, for a three-hour drive. Yeah, I packed the raw ingredients and made it there. Ooh, so I arrived that's, super early. That There's a lot of uh, lot of logistical nightmares that could happen with yeah, that. That gets terrifying. Yeah, especially when you got so many people waiting on their meal. You know, they're clearly paying you for it. Yeah. And, you know, you just, you, you really got to make it happen. And I, I think uh, that's impressive. And it's terrifying is what it is. It is yeah. terrifying because, you know, the whole time you're thinking to yourself, this is someone's wedding, right? Yeah. You can't, you can't mess this up because there's no second chances. No, they're going to talk about it forever. They're either, they're either going to say, you know, the caterer was great or the caterer was terrible followed by details. Yeah. Right. So, you know, there was a panic session. So I arrived super early in the morning and I'm working in this church. And obviously you guys know how it is taking your show on the road. You don't mm -hmm. know what, what the, the setup's going to be like. I'm cooking on a stove I'm not familiar with in a location that I don't know. And it's this 1920s Gothic There's church. There's a little bacon there. <laughs> oh, no. Is that bacon? That is bacon. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Everything's good with bacon. bacon. Gothic church. Didn't you have a problem with the oven or something? I can't remember. There was yeah. one of them was down. or so, so I can't. I can't. Can, sort I get to tell the story? Or you just <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm just coming back okay. to me. Coming, you know it. <laughs> Whatever. So, so we're up there and um, doing the noodles, right? They got the salad spinning. People are all over the place. And uh, the Alfredo noodles are going on the stove. And I look over and I see that they're not boiling. What? Why aren't these noodles oh, no. boiling? So I run over to the stove and I'm looking at um, inside of the oven. I have lasagna in the oven. I have, uh, you know, chicken going for the Alfredo in the oven. And I had thrown a breaker. I had everything go, all burners going. This is a very vintage stove. Yeah, it's the first so, time in church I'd ever yeah. seen this action. So now, now I gotta go find somebody on a, a random weekend day who can find where a breaker box is at. But we pulled yeah. it off. That's okay. Oh. I got it done. Wow. I was eating noodles for the next 30 minutes, right? right? Making sure that they're done. I I just I love this. Um at first I was thinking, wow, we're gonna have a lot of noises. I'm gonna have to edit out, but I think it's really important that people get to hear the process. I mean, mm -hmm. you, the, the, oh, I love the that. sounds and, and the banging and yeah, in the exactly. kitchen. Yeah, I love that sound. So I started, first of all, I started these chicken thighs down first because I wanted mm -hmm. to begin the browning on that side. They're going to release their flavors as we go. Timing is very It smells critical. really good. Thanks. Oh, yeah, it's amazing, yeah. I think, um, Paul, we're, we're really lucky here. I didn't expect this. I thought we were going to talk about food. 
And no, I knew what was up. Yeah. As we're driving up here, you're telling me about this, and you, and I I feel like you told me already, which I I did. I think you did. Um, I, I'm kind of stupid sometimes. Wow. <laughs> Listen, hey, ain't we all? Was was I drinking when you told me? Uh, probably. <laughs> this turkey, I gotta say, this turkey's going down a little bit nicer. Yeah, uh, here, sure but, is. But I'm not having another glass. Sure I'll tell you that much. But uh, well, I'm not driving, so for no, once, so maybe can, I could. Yeah, I'm gonna can. get towed up. Yeah, give it you time. Can. You can. I'm, I'm I'm pacing myself a lot because you know we don't want a repeat of Cleveland with me driving. Ah, oh, Jesus. So. So we got, uh, you know, you were talking about the difference in um, a big catering job and yeah. then your your kind of your family job and then this, uh, you know, dinner for two. So yeah, what do you think is more gratifying? And and I will jump in there and say I, I think that dinner for two is more gratifying because one thing that is left out of this whole cooking is is the performance part of the art. The performance part of the art is all behind closed doors. And I have a feeling that gives you a little bit of a room to, to have the performance art. Yeah, I would absolutely agree with you. I'm so nerve wracked when I do a catering gig that there's really no, the only sense of accomplished husband's when it's over and I'm on my way home. I, I'm like, what did you just counting those dubs? Yeah. Counting those dubs. So, yeah. real. Cause I'm not cheap, whatever. This is art. Here's my point about it. You know, if sure they say, Hey, you might, you, your rates are a little high. Okay. Well, then get somebody else to make this, <laughs> right? Right. <clears throat> I think that because it's it's the yeah. talent, it's at the time that I put into learning this craft, right? Exactly. It's it's the time. Exactly. It's just the respect. Look at this, though. I'm about, this is not even cooked. Yeah, I want to let me saying, get a picture of that. Look I'm, at that, bro. I feel bad because my my real cameras are actually in the bag over there. Yeah. You always say that, but you do great iPhone pictures. So, well, you know, you're an iPhone whore. Really? I am. I He's an Apple whore. Samsung's picture camera better. I really do. I, I I'm, just, I'm, I'm an Apple fanboy. That's, o- that's okay. No problem there. No um, problem there. But yeah, so. That honestly, is beautiful. Yeah. Is. All uh, of we're these, gonna, the only thing I did uh, previous is I made cornbread yesterday so I can make some cornbread coutons. Cornbread ain't nothing wrong with that. Right? That's cornbread croutons. So what's going to happen is right. as this starts happening, science is going to happen. We're going to bring that back around. This is going to start rendering the fat and it's going to flavor everything with inside of this here. And when you start tasting this, I, I honestly hope that it um, conveys Thanksgiving to you. Oh, you I'm know, sure it will. There's bacon in there, bacon fat. We got some apple. Oh, yeah. And I'm leaving the Carrots. butter off. And we'll just normally I would top it with, but just dot it with butter for that yeah. extra velvet in here. But I'm gonna, I mean, we'll drink in. Unless I mean, unless you guys want whatever you think is best. Uh, You're I'm, the one I'm, doing I'm, it. Yeah, yeah, I'm going with you. I I trust your judgment you on what? everything. Whatever. <laughs> so for the listeners we uh we uh we're basically on an island in his kitchen and in uh fiji <laughs> right <laughs> i wish that'd be nice wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? um so we've, we've got the the podcasting set up here and a couple of microphones just just sitting up so you're probably hearing it a little bit different than normal but uh, I think it's really important to hear it this way. I, I think the, the acoustics in this house is, yeah. is just amazing. Um, you have you have just a beautiful, beautiful home, and the the, the kitchen and everything. I mean, just it's so nice. It, it really was de- is. It was designed with what is happening here yeah. in mind. Yeah, really well. I mean, it's, not podcasts per se. Right, right. But, you know, entertainment. I, you know, making money. Yes, right. Because this beautiful house is not free. <laughs> right. I think. Over the centuries, and this is one of the things that harkens back to some of the other projects I've done in the past where 
I think people, and I'm stealing a little bit from, you know, Anthony Bourdain and some of the other great chefs of, of our time is that I think when you sit down and you have a meal and a conversation over a meal or a drink and you just, you get to have that, that moment. Oh yeah. You know, you're just, you're not going to get that going to a movie somewhere. This is what the Vikings did after battle. This is what the the samurai did after, after battle. You know, this is, this is what hunters did, you know, after a hunt, they met back and, and they had a feast and they had, they had brotherhood and camaraderie and, and they talked about things. Yeah. Before you had TV, I, I mean, how many food. people celebrate with food? Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, a high percentage. Think of any of them. Yeah. yeah, if you're sat, if you, if 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 you have a funeral, you eat. If you have a wedding, exactly. you eat. There are people if you get who a promotion, don't like music. There are people who don't like paintings. They just, right. I don't understand them. I, I as yeah. people, I don't understand how you could. Because my old man's one of these. Like music does not move him. Mm-hmm. He can listen to a song and not tap his feet. That doesn't compute with me because yeah. I does feel the read? rhythm in my bones, does right? He, does he read? Does he? I mean, he can, but <laughs> but okay. he doesn't. No, I just he's not going to read a book no, and be touched he, spiritually yeah. or or yeah. have an epiphany about it. So. Yeah, no, it's wow. not like that. And I was raised in an environment that did not like did not cultivate creativity. I was going to ask what what brought you to this? I mean, musician, uh, developer. Is that right? Uh, yeah. Um, so, I mean, you kind of, you got this, you got this Jedi science thing going yeah. and you're doing all these creative things too, because there's a lot of science in food. Yeah. So I think everything you do musician wise, your, your regular role, your, your nine to five yeah. plus, plus the stuff you do here, I think it all, you wouldn't be what you are today without all of the, those other things. That's true. So what, what inspired you? To, I mean, what got you into this really? What got me into this really is, uh, well, first of all, my first memories of cooking happened, you know, a long time ago. My, you know, I was, grew up in a was poor environment um, and I would prepare meals for my brother. Well, what we thought were meals at the time, mm-hmm. it could just be a sandwich. Um, but the love for this didn't kick until actually after I got married. Um, you know, she's going to school, you know, it's, it's hard. It's hard right. when you're a young couple out there. She made a couple of meals and. I just said, you know, we're going to switch this up a little bit. We've had chicken breast about three times in a row. Right. This is going to be my thing. (laughs) Right. I got this. So, so I, I saw a recipe from Ming Tsai is who the guy was. And it seemed, it seemed fairly interesting. And I, I prepared it and the, the flavors, I don't know. It's, it's, it's the same payoff that it is when you create a song, when you create a painting, it's this, Mm -hmm. this satisfaction. Because that's what I was going to a little bit, a little bit in that true art costs something mm-hmm. to you, mm-hmm. right? True art costs. Yeah, yeah you're giving up Indeed. yourself. You are, yeah. you are. And I remember that that you know creating the meal. It was a ravioli. It was you use wonton wrappers? Just made this little quick ravioli, whatever. And it it blew my mind. And I'm the type of person that when I like something, I, I do it until I'm done with it. Like, right. and therein lies a personal character flaw of mine, but that's whatever <laughs> cooking stuck yeah. because the more you learn, the more you, you get excited about the craft, mm-hmm. you know, the more techniques you learn, you, you challenge yourself and that's what you'll continue to hear coming back. I'm all about you know, challenging myself as yeah. a person. Much but, like, yeah. like music or, or painting, you're never done. You will yeah. never, yeah. you will never reach the, yeah what you consider the pinnacle. 
you know, because there's always another level. There's always more. You and both of you are, you both played in front of, you know, lots of people that the moment right before you hit your first chord, that lead up, that feeling in the pit of your stomach Mm -hmm. that drives me, right? That feeling of performance, the buildup drives. So that's what I was going to ask you. You've, you've performed, you know, uh, music on a limited basis in front of people before, and, right. and you know that feeling. So, so you're saying that you can get that same, you get that same rush, that same thing Before, that's yeah. inside. Yeah. As not as, as big, it. it's familiar mm-hmm. because when you're cooking, there's not eyes on you. What you guys do is when you expose yourself, you expose yourself in this continual 90 minute set, you know, one hour, however long your sets right. are, you are continually putting yourself out there for people mm-hmm. who just, you know, I fucking you the whole time. You got to hit it all the time. That's, but the, where that comes from is the same, that, yeah. that feeling of, uh, you know, I wouldn't say accomplishment as much as like, I did that. Right. Yeah. I, I overcame that. Yeah. Wouldn't say adversity, but I don't know. I just like to create, you guys know what that is. You right. chase that. It's like crack. I think to get that, that performance level that you're speaking of that goes into the music end of things, I think you'd have to be a like a Japanese steakhouse type hibachi grill. What do you think about that? You know? I mean, that's kind of interesting. That's performance art. What, what do you think about that? I mean, just I, be honest. I, you can I be will. Honest. I will. Japanese steakhouse bothered me because it costs so much, and to do it at home. Yeah, it's rice and eggs. It's like ten bucks and a to do it at home, and you're gonna hit <laughs> six people. Gonna cost you two hundred. Now I do respect what they do. That I mean, yeah. flip it, spinning an egg. I ain't seen you spin a single egg or, fl- or I make one. Make I spun an onion when this started. You did, but yeah. you didn't set yeah, on fire. My heart wasn't in it. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I. I. I don't. That's. In, I don't that's necessarily. In lieu of, though, that's yeah. not like not all chefs do that. Exactly, and Let's I didn't bring, bring it up for for that one reason. I I kind of in music we perform, and then we have the legacy of the music that sticks, you know, with the the albums and things. Yeah. And then with art, uh, I don't perform either. So when I paint, it's like it, I'm in the studio and I, I make something and then I, I take it somewhere and then I, I might have to put a suit on or something and go stand around a bunch of people who like it. Yeah. And I, I'm very That's uncomfortable. That's haunting though. It right? is. It is. I mean, I don't mind getting dressed up. I kind of like looking nice from time to time, but you know, it's not my environment. I always feel a little bit like I'm, I don't want to say uncouth, but it's like when I get in a group like that. Yeah. Oftentimes the people performing the art, and especially when you go into fine art, the people that are enjoying it, it's just different. Yeah. It's a different it is. thing. Yeah. You it know, is. you're yeah. you're in a different class. I want to show up in my work boots, my my jeans, my Van Halen t-shirt, whatever, you know, and just show up and say, Hey guys, I'm glad you came to my show. How the fuck are you? Yeah. Right. You know, and that just would not fly in so is there a gallery. sense of validation though for for painting? Do you put it out there so that someone can say he's decent at what he does? <laughs> wow, that's a tough one. Uh, sometimes, yeah. I mean, I do yeah, pick. I mean, you got uh, yeah, to yeah. be honest about it because yeah. I don't want. I'm haunted by the people. What What did they think of my food? Yeah, like this feedback Absolutely. need of mine. Like I need to know. Yeah. I'm confident that it's good. Yeah, and can I, can you do this when you're 70 years old? You know, you yeah. don't want to be, you don't want to act like the 20 year old when you're 70. Yeah, you know, so there is some growth and maturity that comes in what you do. Yeah, and that's kind of where I'm at with the with the art. I mean, a lot of people ask me, why'd you step away from photographing all these heavy metal bands and things and and going to all these shows? And 
I don't want to say I started feeling too old, but I started feeling too old. Yeah. You know, I feel like I should be shooting the Grateful Dead, not you right. know, Metallica or somebody, <laughs> even though they're 10 years older than me. Sure. It's just that um, they're, they're, my art wasn't there. I wasn't feeling it as much. And yeah. that's that's what led me. I mean, I, I love the painting. I started with painting. I mean, it, the camera was just something I, I picked up to get reference photos and you dab dabbled in, in and photographic art as well too right yeah. so yeah. oh really yeah, i'm all over the place yeah I, creative I, curiosity it, it leads that's to wonderful more. i've always worked for, wondered how i would capture that creative yeah. curiosity i enjoy that yeah you however so all the ladies coming back to me i want to know from you what does it feel like to to have all of the, do you see the eyes on you when you're up on stage? If it's a large crowd, I'm, I'm a lot, I can get in the zone a lot better. If I can't pick people out, a lot large crowds, I can get, I find that moment, that satisfaction. That's, I've been thinking about that a lot and something we haven't touched on in, in previous podcasts. There's yeah, a lot of this, it's, it's, there's a, there's a satisfaction that you get when you're hitting on all the cylinders, whether you've created a, a, a painting or, you know, an awesome photo or, or you've, you, you've recorded a great song or, or you've had an awesome performance. That's it. That's what there's that. It's that moment. It hits it. And then yeah. you're back and you're chasing that. It's, it's, it's there. But when there's, if there's 800 people out there, it's it's a lot easier if there's 30 people what's the largest crowd you ever played i don't for? know we just we, we played a couple sold out shows at al rosa we played some pretty big biker things so i'm not sure what this is you know eight to twelve hundred some of these oh, places probably, that's insane probably the yeah um that's an eight to twelve hundred opinions mm -hmm. about you and your performance does that weigh on you at all no, I just, I, it, uh, what weighs on me is not letting the other guys down. And it depends on if I'm singing or if I'm, if I'm playing bass, if it's playing bass, it's like, I, I want to hit my marks. I want to be there for my drummer. I want to be there for my, my guitar player. I want to be there for them. If I'm singing, I don't want to, I don't want to mess up. That, that's, I'm worried about that a lot more as a singer because that's what they notice. They don't, they don't notice if, if you hit the wrong bass note, nobody really notices if, if you, if you hit the wrong guitar note, if you go a little out of tune for a second, no one really knows. But if um, if you're singing a song that uh, somebody knows, and, and it's one of your songs, and they know. I mean, I've I've been at gigs and I've been singing my own song and I've messed the lyrics up, and I'm seeing someone else sing the lyrics too, which is one of the most awesome films that in is the world. Wild. And then you're like, well, I just fucked that, that up. Wild. It's a little bit different. That's that's where the nerves come in. I want to, you know, hell? is your voice is your voice going to hold out? Because it's it's a little bit different than. I know I'm going to be able to play the notes, but yeah. is my voice going to, is my yeah. voice going to make it? Those are the kind of things I worry about. But once you're doing it, I don't think about the lyrics. I don't think about what I'm playing. I'm just doing it. I couldn't pick out a single thing in the middle of any one of these songs. If you offered me a million dollars, I could not tell you what I, what the lyric is. I couldn't tell you what the, what the baseline is, but once I'm in it, I'm in the set, man, you're just doing it. And yeah. And that's a different kind of gratification than uh, people in our craft get because your your immediate feedback. Someone's yeah. singing your lyrics to me. It isn't like I guess people do come up and say, "Hey, can I get the recipe for that?" Right. But you know, they're not like this is exactly how Drew did it, <laughs> right? Whereas they're you know they're hitting your notes, they're singing your lyrics. That's insane. And you're flying me. without a net, you know. But it's like it's right. the same thing if the oven's not working. So, yeah, you're and I've been there. I mean, you know, I've had I've had technical difficulties is awful, and we've talked about that a lot on on this show is how uh, 
you know, technical limitations or, or shortcomings or malfunctions is the thief of, of art and joy sometimes. And, and that's why it's important to keep things as simple as but possible. It's also the inspiration of ingenuity. Yeah, that you, is true. Find a wow. Way that's deep. That's right. Know, if you, you break a string and then you're, you're on stage and you got to figure out a way. I, I exactly. saw, I saw a guy one time. I don't have nutmeg. Play. What uh, am I going to right. do? <laughs> I saw a guy play a, a Floyd Rose guitar. For those of you don't know, if you break a string on that, it knocks everything out of whack. I saw a guy one, one time at a gig at a pizza shop, by the way, because that's what we do here in Southern Ohio. We, <laughs> we put heavy metal shows on at pizza shops. <laughs> and he broke, he broke a string and he transposed everything immediately. And it was awesome. One of the most really? unbelievable that's master pizzas. That's class right there. Yep. That is. Chansey McGill. Class. Yeah. I saw him do that and I could not believe it. But but there you go. I mean, that's, you're you're right. I mean, if if you run out of a collar and and you got to get this done, what do you do? I mean, yeah, make another one. Relate that to me. Yeah. Like something that falls apart, you know. Um I I typically use a, a for oil painting, I'll use like a 13 color palette. Um Oh, nice. Which is is quite large. I, I yeah, don't recommend. I don't have any greens in it. I watched Bob Ross, he didn't have yeah. 13. Wait a minute. no greens. <laughs> he didn't I mean, there's no green. How do you get green? Uh, He'll make it. Well, yellow and blue, baby. Yeah, <laughs> technically. Yellow and blue make green. Yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, yeah. Ivory black and cadmium yellow make a beautiful blue, uh, like an earth tone, uh, tree like. See, that's sexy. You know, it is. That's sexy talk. It right is. There. I it like is. that. But they they also have you know very limited palette. I think every artist who paints should probably start with a limited palette. It's almost like, in a lot of ways, I think a lot of musicians should start on a bass guitar. Because it's the root of everything. To me, I hear you. Uh, you got the four strings, and it's it's not because I got it's five and twelve, but well, you, you know, know what whatever. I mean. you do. It, I don't want to. I don't, I'm not saying limit your string count. It's just that you know those are the Foundation. roots of the yeah. Foundation. It, it builds it all from there. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Onions and garlic. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna keep circling this back to what we're <laughs> well, doing today, right, buddy. Right? There's a lot of good bass players who use three strings, so yeah. I yeah mean. And sometimes salt and pepper is all you need. Yeah. You know, you if you have a good steak, that should exactly. be all you need. Salt and pepper. You got any two, you got two ingredients that, that uh, maybe is not great, but when you put them together, you make something totally oh, different. Question. That is a great question. Yeah. Something that's maybe a go-to for you? Uh, chocolate and salt and vinegar chips. Really? Yeah. The, the, that's a nice combo for me. The, Something about the acid sweet, yeah, bitter combo, and then I cleanse it with milk. What yeah. a weird. So, is there anything like that that you use in a in a dish that you like, or anything in cooking that you use two things like Man, that? I'm sure I do, but that was that was just a profound question. That I'm, yeah, I'm prefer, prepared. For well, it's that. got me thinking. Uh, Why do you think of that? I like chocolate, like like a chocolate chip cookie. I do, especially right before I start my period, and then a piece of cheese. Yeah, I oh. love that back and forth. It nice combo, disgusting. Yeah, but it's like I mean, not all at once. You don't put right. No, I hear you. You know, but yeah. Well, it's like it's yeah, like it's like your milk. I mean, you drink yeah. You out. as a painter, the color wheel looks it just looks right when yeah. you look at it. Same thing with taste: salty versus you know fatty, sweet, acid. Those things just make sense as humans. It's just that's how we're programmed. Oh, the, yeah. When you see the color palette, yeah. it just makes sense. You don't have yeah. to create something new something new i'm still on you though that was that was a really good question do you think proteins carbohydrates and sugars and 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 that route or do you think more in terms of uh flavor profiles like this this chicken goes with this barbecue sauce or this definitely flavor profile i I go from the bottom up i go from building so there are times that you'll eat um 
say someone's macaroni salad and there's a gap that your brain knows that something's, I mean, it's, it's, it tastes good, mm -hmm. but it's not that wow. Right? right. So mine is always to try to introduce those flavors when you can and achieve that balance, mm -hmm. which is, that's the chase too. That like, cool. can you get that to stand on that razor's edge? Are we too salty? Are we too sweet? Yeah. Right. Is the unami there? Yeah. Like if I were to serve you a hamburger, I think about, what your tongue is going to touch first, right? When you bite into that, mm -hmm. what is your tongue going to hit first? So I'm going to save my bigger flavors for the top so that your tongue can move through, grab the salty, grab the unami, grab the, you know, the base flavors. And then I've never thought of crunchy that. comes in, you know, I'm about textures too. Mm -hmm. Just, I mean, I, I love this podcast, by the way. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, I like talking about art. It is cool. Because as not a great artist, but a person who appreciates and participates in art, I'll say it again, it costs you. Yeah. Like it costs yeah. from your soul. You got this gas tank of what you're, what yeah. you're giving. And it's out so there. much fun. We, yeah. the, the word passion, I got to bring this up because you can, you can hear it in your voice. We, we've convoluted that word passion. Yeah. You know, in, in centuries past, passion was a bad thing being that it was a, a negative and we've turned it around to be a positive, which I don't, I don't consider a, a bad thing. But at the same time, I really hate it when people say, well, that's his passion. He'll never get paid for it. I hate that. Absolutely hate it. Because I think in a, in a roundabout way, and I really hope I get this out because it, it's, it's on the tip of my tongue. I think as creatives, you live and die by that sword. You know, you, you wield it and you say, it, it's not my passion. It's what I do. Yeah. It, I mean, you have to make yeah. it, you know, and it's no more so than breathing is your passion or, or anything yeah, else. I, I mean, yeah, you, I you just got to, it. yeah, I, I just, I guess I don't like the word passion. I hear you, you know, um, just cause it's lumped with a lot of things. It's just, it is, it but is. if you it's get excited about, about it, it's, there's a difference there. It's like, we're not excited about breathing until we're on our deathbed, True. you, you know, True. um, but you're excited about, you're excited about your art. You're excited about making music. You want to show people. Uh, uh, you want to talk about it. You want to bring other people into the fold. Yeah. This this is what works for me. Yeah. This is so great. Yeah. Um, so there, there's, you know, it's passion is a great, yeah. It's the energy that you bring to the table, so to speak. And th this, this isn't really hard for me to explain. It's just hard for me to put an analogy on it that makes it make sense for everybody. I wish all of our listeners could be here today, you know, and actually experience what we're experiencing. Because by just talking about it, we're only giving you one piece of the puzzle. Yeah. We're in we're, the moment. We're, yeah, yeah. We're filling your ear holes with what we are yeah. talking about. Yeah. And that's just one sense. You know, I can smell the food. I can tell you it smells amazing. Yeah. I can already start to get an idea of what the taste is going to yeah. be like because of the smells, because our, our, our brains work that way. Right. And looking at everything, you know, you've got the, you've got the greens, you've got the, the colors. I've, I've always felt that a good chef, a good cook puts a lot of color in their food. Yeah. It's not just all this tan color or all this other color. Because you eat with your eyes first. Yeah, I know that's exactly. a very famous saying, but you do. You it's do. a very American you thing. You though. take it in first with what yeah. I'm about to eat. You know, you get those synapses firing and it gets yeah. that excitement going. Yeah. I always think that you can tell how a person cooks by looking at their pantry or oh, yeah. spice cabinet, right? Yeah. Probably the coziest place in my house would be my pantry. There's 
you know, there's a lot of living things yeah. in there, right? Spice. The my palate is the spice rack over. Well, it's not. A, it's more of a shelf. Yeah. Um, I like but, how the microwave's hidden. Right. That's nice. Beverage. <laughs> I like that too. Right there. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. Nice. So, do you think art's about giving? Do you oh, feel yeah. that? Yeah. Is that universal for all artists? I, I think no, no, because I, I'm easy to answer that question because. When you, as soon as you come up and said it, it was like, well, yeah, it's got to be giving because the whole point is in what I do, I want to create something that I want you to be as excited about as I am. And I just wrote about that in my last blog post was that the, the excitement of new, right? As creators, we create something that's just part of the puzzle that at that level, it, it, it's like, you know, it's new to you. You know, when you set up this table today and you started preparing, that was new, but we, it wasn't new to us yet. We yeah. hadn't reached that point. Yeah. And when I create art, it's new. I'm looking at a blank canvas or a blank piece of paper or whatever that's new. And there's an excitement there that I need to carry over. And it's sometimes it's hard because at the end of that painting, you're not as excited as you were at the beginning. But the trouble is a working artist has to maintain that excitement and get that excitement to convey to their, their, their customer, their person that's going to buy the work or look at the work and share it with others. You want them to be as excited as you are because that is the part that's giving. Yeah. Cause you're giving your excitement. The, the part that you brought to the table actually moves on through you and to the customer. And I know I'm getting pretty deep with this, but I, I really think that that's a, that's a big part of, what creativity is about because if we were just making art for ourselves it'd be kind of boring I, well you wouldn't put it out there either i mean that's the thing you wouldn't well you might decorate you, your home you'd cook for your family you'd right but it's just for you yeah i don't know i think a lot of it for me is about taking it's like you know i i spoke a lot about a lot of my art comes from dark places well, you're and, a giver, you're a taker. and and uh <laughs> Well, you know, it's good to give and receive. But, uh, <laughs> I was just thinking of Dio there. That's all. <laughs> I know what you were thinking about. But, but it's hard, I think, sometimes because of, um, you know, you are trying to, you're, you're trying to give, you're trying to be a reflection. Mm -hmm. And for me, that's what art is. It's, it's a reflection of, of where you're at in that point of time. And uh, a little bit of that is... You know, performance—the performance aspect of it, the writing aspect, and the performance aspect of of it for me as musicians, two totally different things. The performance thing is in the back of my mind. There's a little bit of validation, even though I don't care at the end of the day it what everyone thinks, as long as somebody likes it, that's all that matters. Um, and that comes from you know not having enough attention, maybe at, at certain times in your life or yeah. or whatever, and and that that bleeds over into your art. I mean, we've talked about that a lot and that's why like you don't, as a, as a cook, you don't get as much as that of that attention. But for you, you know, when somebody bites into something and you're worried about it and you see, they like it, you, yeah, you get that, you get that validation. You yeah. get that, you get that attention that you've been looking for. You know? Yeah. It's very insightful. I would agree with that 100%. Yeah. Is it about also, is it about almost a superpower? Yeah. In that we can bring, breathe life into something. Well, you let it out. We all have it and you let it out. Isn't that the truth? You know, isn't that the truth? Yeah. You let it out. 
Yeah. Cause it's in you. Yeah. Everybody. You, you have to get it out there, but is it, is it the power of being able to build a song from scratch, right? To be able to breathe life into a song that someone's going to eventually stand out in front of me and sing this motherfucker right, right. back to me. That's, that's a power. Right. Well, let me lay so, let me lay this on you because so I thought about this earlier when I forget what was said, but it made me think of it. You know, you take a, a painting and somebody looks at that, and the civilian the civilian looks at this and it it hits them a certain way. It gives them an emotional reaction. They have to have that. They want that, and and their that reminds them of of their childhood, or reminds them of their mother, or reminds them them of a, a of a their best vacation they had with your their grandfather or something. Mm -hmm. You do a song, and songs. Every one of us right now, a certain song could come on the radio and we can hear that and it takes us back. Mm -hmm. You write a song and, and it, it makes an emotional reaction and, and the, the civilian listens to that and they, they feel that. They don't really know why they feel all that, but they get that, that, that kind of thing. You know, a sculptor, the same, same mm -hmm. thing. It, 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 it gives them that emotional reaction. But in the culinary arts, that's the only one where you're actually giving life to another human being, something they have to have sustenance to yeah. live yeah, yeah. yeah. and, and you are providing that. that you are providing life to another. all this other other thing they can live without they can live without fine art they can live without music it's not a very good existence right but they can live with that you can't live without food right. and and that's something that you are providing and if you them. have to do it anyway you want to enjoy it at least oh yeah you know you would love yeah. to that's the finer things of life too i mean we yeah. that's we get back to mcdonald's here on this if you're just eating to eat it's it's I mean, it's there. You're going to sustain life. And yeah, you could probably live on it your whole life. I don't think you'd be very healthy. I'm proof. It's not an okay. enjoyable experience, <laughs> right. though. And it's not. That's, that's Especially because it's necessary that. throughout life as a human exactly. that is necessary. You want to enjoy it. Yeah. What is an art style that you two wished you had that perhaps maybe you're de you feel deficient and not that you are? But perhaps you feel oh, that's an easy one for me. Yeah, easy for Ooh. me too. I wish I could draw. I cannot draw. Me too. That's mine. That's I can mine. Teach I envy everybody you. Drawing. No. Oh yeah, you don't have to be. You can to teach it. technique. That's no, the thing. No, I can true. show you how to do all of this stuff. I can teach you how. I to can't see. make a straight line. That's all I do. I just know how to see. That's all. And I'm not very good at that. When when you were posing that question, I was thinking to myself, well, I really respect Vermeer and Rembrandt, and you know just. Even some of the contemporary artists, you know, uh, I just Bob I, Ross. I respect Bob Ross. I don't. I don't particularly like the technique. Right. I've done it. It's it's not something I, I enjoy doing. Yeah. But you know, like Caesar Santos, we've talked about him yeah. on the show before. He's he's a living master. I mean, it's just amazing what he can produce. But you can paint. See, that's the thing. I'm asking you, what talent? Like, I do. I cannot draw. All right, so check, take a look at this little chalkboard that's behind you. Mm -hmm. That's the best you're going to see from me. I'm talking, that's top shelf art. That's better than Jackson right. Pollock. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm not just pouring paint. Sure, I get that. But like, well, I as wish. As art goes, it's better than Nickelback. I wish that I could. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, we got well. like, We're done here. <laughs> I, I wish that I could draw. That's the thing. I, or draw better. Draw to the point yeah. where I feel confident in what i'm seeing now, see i didn't even take the question that way i was thinking like i'm not i'm com i'm comparing myself to my peers and i'm like uh, i'm not there yet you know and, and you're bringing it in are like, you ever 
No. Yeah, I don't no. think you are. Um, if you are, you're pretty pretentious. Right? <laughs> like, like, I'm here. I know you wish you could play bass like me. I mean, I know. I, that's honestly, I, I have picked up bass before, and I'm not very good at it. That does kind of frustrate me. Guitar, piano. I wish I was more musically inclined that way. I, I think a lot of drummers have that envy. Uh, it's it's not something that, you know. Yeah, but keeping time is not something that's just everybody has. Well, no. I mean, Lars doesn't. He yeah. does fine. <laughs> Got a lot of hate coming out. Like, yeah. Yes. No. I, I'm just, I'm picking. I'm, I'm, it's the wild. I respect thing. drummers because you can't be off. You can't be off. He could go out of tune for, you know, four It's pretty pieces. noticeable yeah. if you. Yeah, that'd be you fine. Do. If you off the downbeat, you're going to know that immediately. I, I think if I had to pick an art form, I'd like to be a sculptor. I think Ooh, it'd be that's nice. Yeah, I, I just being able to about, see a block yeah. of wood and say that's a turtle. Exactly. I'm gonna let the turtle <laughs> out. How does that happen? I don't know how people do that. You've done a little bit of that though, haven't you? No, no not at all. Not I thought really. you'd done. I mean, clay or anything. Uh, high school, yeah, it, right. You know, high right. But I mean, for fun, like not yeah, someone no, telling you no. you got this dude. No, I looked at years ago. I looked at uh, chisels and and things like that, and I realized that man, this is going to be a really the tools are cheap. Yeah. yeah, we've been using them forever. And and even getting the materials isn't terrible. It's the space. You know, you at some level you're gonna need, you know, a crane to move <laughs> stuff around. Right. And, yeah, you and are. then when you have a client I you about know, that. or a customer, it's like, how do you get it in a truck and move it to their place or whatever? It it can be there's a lot of again, logistics comes into into play here. So that kind of wiped me out right away. I would love my perfect environment would be probably a 2,000 square foot studio with big north facing windows mm. where I could paint, yeah. teach art, uh, have a permanent podcasting set up in the corner to just have guests in to sit and talk. Because I don't, I don't think of a lot of podcasters, they, uh, they do interview style. You know, it's like it's almost like news gathering. They're just there to tell the news. I, I tend to want to draw the art out of the podcast. Yeah. I want, I want my guests and my listeners and everybody to look back at this and go, that was what it sounds like when a few creative people get together and talk about what they're excited about, you know, and they, they, they go over their art and, and it, I, I got to say this because Paul, when you were talking about your music and things, it made me think that you're very technical and you don't want to let your bandmates down. And I got to think of, well, where's the art? Where's the art in that? How can we explain that to other musicians who might be listening? And I think the creative process, when you're creating the music and you're laying it down on uh, a recording of some kind, I think that to me is your biggest moment of creativity. That's your biggest, yeah. you know, uh, that's when the dam breaks and it just kind of flows, right? And you become a separate entity. You have have three, four five different people and yeah. they become a single entity yeah, from a all synergy these parts. of all that coming together. And then the multi multifaceted aspect of being a musician is you then take your creation and perform it in front of others. And I, I wonder sometimes if maybe the creativity goes away and that's probably why a lot of musicians get burned out on the road is just, they're not creating anymore. It's hard to convey that same feeling. I mean, there's songs that, that, that I wrote when I was, 20, 
21 years old and that, you know, I had played in, in other bands before mm -hmm. and it's, I'm not that same person. It's hard right. to, it's hard to convey that same emotion, that same energy as then. And you can see why a lot of bands, um, you know, high level right. that been playing the same 10 songs for, for 30 <laughs> right, years. Right. And it's like, well, now I understand why Robert Plant don't want to play Stairway to Heaven. Yeah. You, you know, yeah. it's. It, yeah, exactly. That's and very interesting. I hadn't thought about that. That ties in really well with yeah. what, what you do is, and that's where I was going with this was, I, I think it's important for folks to know that, you know, as a musician, you've got these aspects of creativity. As a painter, you have the aspects of, you know, working in your studio, creating something and trying to convey that energy of, of newness to the next person who looks at it's new yeah. to them. Yeah. And then in the writing world, it's a lot like music. You, you create it and then you sell it. There's no performance there really. But when we, when we bring this back around to cooking, Oh, he's, he's doing the, he's doing it's the massive, like, Oh geez, that's beautiful. Right. Um, at, at the cooking level, you're throwing all of that into one meal yeah. you know like i say it was new to him we were coming out here to do this he had his his materials in front of him he was excited about what he could produce and here we are at the end i would venture to say your euphoria of cooking is over that's true you know that is very true the zen moment is gone i mean we kind of got in the way of your zen because we're no here. not at all no, not, no. that's cool I, add i can manage okay awesome i can manage so at at and I'm, I'm glad we're talking about it at this moment because I think now is the moment where it becomes the, the art that we're going to eat, mm -hmm. taste, look at, smell, see. And it brings us into the conversation of what's next. Yeah. And you know, this is the stressful part, right? Really? The prep is not stressful. Again, that's a process. Yeah. That's, that's the building of, yeah. yeah, I can, I, I enjoy that. It keeps me going. This has transferred from the process to the stress. Yeah. Right. Confident that's good. I'm fine there. But there still is that part of me that is absolutely fucking terrified <laughs> yeah. right now. It's just that's this part of it. Yeah. And I don't know that I wouldn't not want to feel that because that keeps you being true yeah. to what it right. is that you're and doing. You better, if you're not nervous yeah. before you take a step out on stage and it's time to stop. Your product is not going to be well. Yeah. Right. Because again, if we're if it's costing me something, right, yeah. I'm about to expose myself to you guys. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> wow. Are we talking about content? But I mean, you're about to this whole thing is about to come together, right? <laughs> I I just I I don't know. I mean, it's like there's so many I mean, every artist listening right now, and I know we get a lot of people. I wish go, I could take that sentence back. Right? Yeah, I really do. <laughs> I do that a lot. Yeah. Paul takes everything so bad. I really do. It's just always, always what, vulgar. What, what struck me is, is you know, <laughs> hey, here's another you know, is we talk about when you get uh, a group of uh, artists together, um, happens sometimes, you know, you gather, yeah. you get you get some musicians, you get some some sculptors, but, you know, Maybe they should be inviting Thank a you. cook over. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe that should be part of it. Maybe that's oh, not, can, maybe, maybe you know, that's something we, we weren't thinking about. We would have everything about. we need. Yeah. I mean, literally, I, this is going to sound very selfish, but if, if we had a chef and we had music and I was able to paint and we had a writer and, you know, 
that would be just somebody take some pictures of it. Yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're, uh, we were talking about my perfect space there. That to me is like, you know, if you put all that stuff together and everybody just shows up every day, the synergy of that alone would make you want to create. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. Just be like, Oh, that's the, that's the creative factory. Yeah. That's where I got to go today. Yeah. You know, that's, wow. that's what I love about this space this is, is nice. that it's a very creative, like it, I don't know. It, it's, fosters creativity yeah. you you your mind is constantly oh, yeah. worrying when you're here when you're not you know surrounded by just walls and your windows are high you can't right just, and you got a north facing window yeah. in your kitchen and no curtains anywhere in the house i love that sunrise out the back everyone yeah. sunset over yeah are we gonna eat this is that when we we're are doing? we are yeah so enjoy for folks listening we're about to eat what do you call this what do you call this deconstructed thanksgiving dinner so this would be all the flavors that you're used to feeling on Thanksgiving, but all broken down into its individual parts. Well, if it, if it's going to make me feel like normal Thanksgiving, then it'll make me feel inadequate. That's why I normally feel. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, the this the, the skin, mm. I'm, I'm a sucker for skin. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm trying to get off this chicken. Texture. See, that's so what I'm going for. So there's going to be crunchy in there, soft. Yeah. There's going to be savory and sweet. There's and going I know to be this journey as you go. And as you're thinking about that, I guess the next question is how much does tools make a difference in the output? Is the quality of tool tied to the quality of output? Mm. Here's why I mentioned that to you, why you're enjoying that. Tell me why. Uh, because I'm using a convection oven, mm -hmm. right? That's technology right there. Convection oven didn't exist in the you know Middle Ages or whatever. Um, and all it's doing is there's a fan in there blowing the hot air in a circle that creates an even. I'm going to be rude. This is damn good chicken. Thanks. <laughs> I couldn't achieve that without a convection oven. Why? Right? Well, I could. It's, I'm going to have to improvise, right? I'm going to have to turn a broiler on at the end and hopefully I don't burn it. So like for you, when you're playing something, how important is it to have a quality base, a quality rig, quality amp? Is that important? You got to have something that's good enough, but I mean enough is good enough good enough for the instrument yeah yeah i've done i got two thousand dollar bases and i've basically my last um cycle uh the last two years i've played three hundred dollar squires mm. you know just because i i really like the sound it, it didn't matter it's like using a uh, cast iron skillet i suppose doesn't matter that it's outdated technology and there might be something more whiz bang, but it it gets the job done in, yeah. in a certain way that you just really like. And that's how it is for me with 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 high end instruments. I like high end ins instruments too. Don't get me wrong. Right. I love this question. I do because it gets asked so many times. You know, especially in photography and videography, those guys just seem to, you know, whatever the new thing is, they got to have it. Right. You can't make a movie without an Ari Alexa. <laughs> right. You know, jacked up lens but they know. did for years right. but we can't now right sure i i i tend to think i i feel like you probably could have made a delicious meal with an easy bake oven but i also think that the tools you've chosen yeah it helped helped didn't it and it, it gave you the freedom to do what you want to do and understand what it's going to do for you that's the difference in an amateur and a pro you know, you can put a pro camera in an amateur's hands and get snapshots. Yeah. Or you can put a cheap camera in a pro's hands and get pretty good photos. Yeah. 
And I think it goes with brushes. I could paint with a flip flop if I had to. It may not look great, but you I'm still, still conveyed your message. Obviously, yeah. the technology sure. has to be good enough to to not get in your way. We're not. Yeah, I'm not saying yeah, that. Yeah, can we agree but, that it helps though? Like at the same time, though, at the end of the day, I don't care what what camera they use to shoot the Avengers on. I really don't care what camera they use to to film the Godfather with. Nobody cares what base I'm using. They just care if it sounds good to them and if it hits them. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, I think I, you answered the question yeah. that it, although it does help, I don't think that it's that it's as I don't know. It could be important, but not as important as the final products because again, we're this is being brought up with our souls, with our with mm-hmm. our hearts. I'm going to improvise and take this easy bake oven and mm-hmm. make this taste good. I love all the different flavors that you've added in the extra just i i can't even put words out for this appreciate there's, it there's a lot of there's a sweetness there's a yeah a rawness i mean there's just so many good flavors in there. i and thought these were potatoes but they're not they're apples i watched them cut them so it was yeah. uh quite a shock and that's the that's the that's the journey part that i that's the payoff of this is that you know you have this earthy flavor coming up through a salty note then a mm-hmm. sweet hits it you got the savory fat of the chicken and all of this thing blends together to hopefully leave an indelible impression within your mind that next time that you have a, a meal that has these flavors that you'll remember, oh yeah, this kind of oh, has the same flavor profile of a podcast that I did. It, it makes me feel bad that I every time I make chicken, I just want to lather it in barbecue sauce. And this is just, it's just pure chicken. It's yeah. good. The ingredients are good enough. You just have to, you're helping them along, mm-hmm. right? So A C is fantastic. I see sharp. Wow. Yeah, exactly. So close. So close. But (laughs) so he mentioned Anthony Bourdain earlier. Are there any uh, chefs that you admire or any cooks that you uh, kind of find inspiring? And and beyond that, what what do you think your biggest inspiration um, is when it comes to cooking? Uh, So honestly, I'm uh, mine is all television chefs. Um, The person who ignited the the thought that I can do this was Tyler Florence. Um, he had a show called How to Boil Water. And he illustrated how to make a chicken broth, right? So a lot of people will go and grab a can of Swanson and crack it open, and that's what we use chicken broth. It's completely fine to do that. However, you can take a whole chicken, add some root vegetables, some fresh herbs, and on the back side of that, have something that is an experience. Tyler Florence made that, that I can do that. He made me confident that I can do that. Alton Brown showed me the why. The why this tastes good. Why is this going to work at you? So those two right there were really the two two meccas for me. Mecca's a place, so that's not really good. Two Mount Rushmore's for me would be Tyler Florence and Alton Brown. Um, I was a big fan of... uh, uh, Food Network in general, they had, they they showed me back when it first started to pick up steam and mm-hmm. before Rachel Ray spread herself so thin mm-hmm. that she lost sight of what she loves is that's what that's what excited me. My biggest inspiration for cooking would probably be my son because he is very finicky and getting him to like something was a drive for me. I'd spend two and a half hours in the kitchen trying to create this meal. My boy would come in here and talk about, I want some cereal because I ain't trying any of that right there. So, you know, pushing myself to be better 
Um, but the love for food came from, from honestly, television cooks. It just really did. It had always been inside. It had always been part of me, but they put a spotlight on it that you can do this. Right. And then I was hooked. Everybody gives the Food Network so much crap. Yeah, sure. It's, uh, and I understand why they do that. Right. But I think it's been really good for, um, I'm not talking to the mic very well. I think uh, Food Network has been really good for bringing, honestly, I hate to say it this way, but bringing the art of cooking into the home kitchen, mm -hmm. you know, and, and allowing people to experiment yeah. and learn. And, and you mentioned Alton Brown. I mean, it's, it, there's a lot of truth to that. People don't know why a lot yeah. of times. And once they learn why, it's like they have an epiphany and they just want to make more food. Yeah, because at this point, through doing this a lot, I just, my shopping experience is I go to the store, walk through the produce section and see what inspires me, mm -hmm. right? What am I feeling? And, you know, grab a couple of proteins or whatever. I'm staying away from box foods as much as right. I can. It's just, they have their place. I'm not saying that. They have their place. Convenience is massive, right? But... If you're still going to spend an hour in the kitchen, whether you're cracking open a box, you know, this right here, what we have, we had an experience, right? Mm -hmm. How, I don't know, disappointing would it be if all I'm doing is opening up box of <laughs> things that people have already done? Right. Right. That's not what this what art is about. No. My man, you were smashing through that. I like that. This is really good. Yeah, I gave up the fork and I just went ahead and just. Yeah, yeah I seen that. Up. I am uh, just absolutely amazed with, I didn't expect, especially when you start talking about the, the oven, I didn't expect this to be a convection oven. I, this is just, when I do chicken, I don't know how terrible cook, but I have to parboil it first. And I was really interested in how you basically baked it on one side first and then added everything else. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a, that's kind of a big secret to how this works out. To win on chicken because chicken by itself is relatively bland. I go with darker meat because darker is going to have a little more flavor to it. Mm -hmm. Of course it's got more fat, but the key is, is throwing salt on the, the meat part, not just the skin. I see a lot of people basting like a, a turkey. They baste it. The only thing you're doing is making that skin tasty. You're not doing anything right. for the inside of that chicken. So you gotta do, you gotta use science to get inside of that chicken to give it flavor. So what I did is a half hour before I started cooking this, lifted up the skin, put some salt, pepper, garlic powder, onion powder on it, and give it about 20 minutes. That salt is gonna start pulling moisture out of the chicken. And then it's gonna distribute back into the meat of the chicken, bringing those flavors with them. Right. And you only need about 20 minutes to do that. Yeah. It, it is really good. I, Definitely. I'm trying not to be silent for the show. It's okay, I, man. I just, I want to eat. It's I mean, okay. It's like, you know. Yeah. I appreciate that. So what's next for you? I mean, you do your, you do catering, you do the, the, uh, you call that dinner for two, mm -hmm. you know, you do these different things. Is there anything else you got, got kind of planning or something else that you want to do? I, I want, I've always wanted to do a food truck. There's something about the the mobility of it, the being able to take your food to, because I know for a fact that if you're going to be in the restaurant industry, you got to be married to that. Mm -hmm. That craft is going to govern your 24 hour. That ain't me, bud. I like to relax. That's, that's the truth. I like to chill. I like to to disconnect because 
my nine to five takes so much mentally from me that by the time I get home, I'm trying to check out. Mm -hmm. However, some of that, I miss opportunities because I'm so wore out. So trying to find that balance yeah. of, but still, you still got fucking eat. Right. Right. So no matter how yeah. tired I am when I get exactly. home, I got to cook because we got to eat. <coughs> See, I can't think of that with, uh, with making art. I don't have to make it. Right. It, it creates a lazy artist. And when you're, when you're talking about just you making it <clears throat> cook. He's absolutely right. But if you don't get that outlet out, isn't there a part of you that's screaming? Like mm -hmm. you, you get cluttered in there. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah, dial. You can't think inside. of anything else. I mean, you're just you're compelled. Yeah, because yeah. you just threw an acoustic tune at me the other day that you had just started writing, or maybe you have completed up to this point. But I could feel that 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 what that came from a place. Yeah. Right. That that came from a place, and I think as we finish up our meal here that all of this comes from a place yeah, like absolutely. this emotion. And is that, isn't that what art is? It, oh yeah. You know, yeah. being able to, you know, put something on an emotion that I'm feeling. Yes. And you an know. experience. Cause you, you, you keep this, this will be a memory that I'm going to hold on to for ever. I mean, as long as I can remember it, cause this, this was fun. Right. Yeah. I really fun. enjoyed it. I did. And the emotion I'm feeling right now is nap time. emotion. <laughs> right. Well, that's what I like about it being chicken. It it's does feel like, like Thanksgiving. You yeah. don't have the tryptophan yeah. garbage that goes along yeah. with it. I don't, I'm not a big fan of turkey. So having chicken this way. The way you're drinking this wild turkey, I think that you were a big fan of turkey. Oh, I've enjoyed that too, by the way, <laughs> sir. Yeah. I it, think it goes really well with what you were having, it honestly. Does. That brings it, it the acid like, Yeah. Yeah, see, yeah. I finished mine, mostly. Yeah. yeah. I'm actually proud of you, Paul. I really didn't think. Yeah. It, was, it was a rough start, but I got it. it yeah. That, yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I don't despise it. That's well, good. You I like it better than Jim Beam? Because we had Jim Beam once. Yeah, I can't. What was my reaction? Do you remember? Was it negative? You were like, I, I can drink this. Can't go wrong with bourbon as far as I'm concerned. I think it's got, I think it's got more. More uh, front end bite than the beam has, and the aftertaste a little better. I think it is. Were you worried that you wasn't going to be able to get in hours, or I don't know how long have we been? We've been we've been talking for about an hour and twenty minutes. Hour and twenty. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're good there. at this, bud. You're good at this. <laughs> I can talk. Yeah. Well, I'm <laughs> having fun here. Well, we're yeah. having fun. You know, yeah. it's it's yeah. always it's fun to say you know about thirty five <laughs> times during the podcast, and it's fun to learn about other people's process because yeah. at the end of the day, this show is is for me is about delving into the process, delving yeah. into to what makes each other tick so that somebody else out there might be able to use that in their medium. Cause it's all just like this where you can invite people into your process. Yeah. It's rare. Yeah. Um, it, it's hard for us to find, uh, locally. It's hard for us to find guests. Yeah. Um, well, your particular process, like you creating music, um, you know, well, yeah. do you invite people? Has there been moments in which you could mentor somebody or invite somebody into how you do this? Or is that a very personal? That's thing? one of the fun things that I think about being an older, older musician in in this area where we've had such a always had such a since the 90s, had such a close knit musical family. And and there's some new cats coming up that it's it's inspiring to me because they talk about hey man you know i really your old band was a big inspiration to me and this guy's you know a killer guitar player or, or she's an awesome singer or or they ask your advice or something and it's it's really cool i think that's a fun part of the artistic 
process and artistic community is be able to to share some of that. I love that. I love there's I know some people are real secretive of about that the, the the rising tide raises all ships mm-hmm. so i don't care i if a band goes out and they get a a great money gig and or they do a, a great show i'm i think that's great i don't care there's no competition in it for me i'm in competition to be the best i can be at the time i'm i'm in competition with myself i'm in competition with the 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 constraints of the art mm-hmm. but with somebody else it's it's really it's just it's what's satisfying i'm not i'm not an internationally known superstar i'm not billy sheehan or or um uh jimmy hendrix or something my music's gonna gonna live on and a lot limited basis a lot more limited basis but that's cool and it's awesome that i can maybe i can inspire somebody that goes on and does something more than me and that's what i want and i think that's great you know i think that's the whole premise of the show we I, I got a little bit of heat in some of the, the podcasting circles that I'm in that, Hey, you need to stick to a, a subject matter. Maybe you just, maybe you stick to just visual arts, you know, just painters and, and all that. And I, I think because I see it so often that, you know, you want to know how to draw. Yeah. You've taken pictures, you, you do other things. I think we're all creatively curious to do other things that my hope is somebody listening to the show goes, I want to cook better. I want, yeah. You yeah. know, I want to be able I, to I make those flavors. Yeah, yeah. I want to Definitely. be able to sit down and talk about it. Yeah. I want to be able to apply my uh, my artistic eye and, and my feeling into that medium. Yeah, yeah that's Absolutely. it. That's and that's Absolutely. that's what it's all about. It's a tree. Yeah, it's not a it's not a uh, linear thing. It's it's a tree, and we're all part of the same. Yeah, you know, yeah. we're and all I branches think, of of that tree. Yeah, yeah. And I think we're all old enough where we're start thinking about legacy as well. Mm-hmm. You know what? Definitely. How do we Without leave? Doubt. How do we leave yeah. this planet? Exactly. Did we leave this better than when we yeah. found it? Yes. What will people say about me? Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm just hoping somebody could buy my art at Christie's for millions of dollars. Right. And somebody gets the money. I feel bad. <laughs> I, I, I wish I could be one of those people who Your honestly just don't care. Grandson. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. So. I got you on Twitter. So is yeah. it okay to share your Twitter? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, maybe we'll get so, some people to uh, look yeah. you up. That'd yeah. be cool. Yeah, you're my experience. Will you talk about Hit cooking on there? Will you talk about cooking and sports, man? Honestly. Yeah. I'm 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 a voyeur. I don't I don't really interact on social <laughs> media. I just kind of hang out and chill. Well, I'm hoping the show gets you some business here sure. locally and, and just yeah. wipes you out and you can start that. That'd food be great. Truck. So how can people find you on Twitter? <clears throat> I am Drew Henty at I am Drew Henty. Uh, awesome. That's, that's where I'm at. Um, how you spell that? Henty. H I N is a Nancy T is in Tom Wizzle. That's how we do this. <laughs> and it's all hentai, right? Yeah. Hentai. If you type in hentai, hentai. you will find. It. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so. Poppy's nineteen seventy six at outlook.com If you want to, you know. Oh, cool. If you want to, what was that again? Poppy's nineteen seventy six at outlook.com Send you an email. Send me an email. Let's awesome. talk about a menu. Awesome. Yeah. I'll charge you. Money to make you food, but you but whatever, it's great. That's what I'm saying. You gonna do a cookbook? I have an e cookbook. I just never published it because I'm a pussy. That's why, <laughs> dude. If this is in the cookbook, this, this meal right here, yeah, I'm buying it. Anything worthwhile is, is uh, scary. Yeah. It's supposed to scare Isn't you. Isn't that the truth? It yeah. is supposed to scare you. It is awesome. And that's what today was. Today was me feeling vulnerable. I, I'm a very private guy. I don't yeah. 
don't open myself up like this. So oh, I was nervous. So you I brought in the wild turkey and yeah. that, that greased the wheels. <laughs> and we did it. We did it. I this has been a great time. episode. I'm we, happy about it. We didn't even have to spoil the episode two of The Mandalorian for Paul. I know. I hate you guys. I, I really want to bring some to, more into that. Me but too. I guess we'll talk, I'll good. watch it by next week. We'll watch please, it. Please, please do. Do a, do a where are they now type show like a year from now. <laughs> Yeah. Where are they now? I'll be coming up. Oh, I'm busted. Yeah. <laughs> I bet it all. Here's some Pop-Tarts. <laughs> oh, so the All Walks of Art yep. is here for everybody who makes art. And I hope you got something out of today's show. I have definitely got something out of today's show. This has uh, been a fantastic event. Uh, a great time meeting new people and sitting down with Paul to drink a little bit of wild turkey, have some excellent chicken mixed with all the good sides, all in one Did you feel like Thanksgiving? Meal. Did it feel? Oh, it did. Yeah. It did. Yeah. It, was, it was just amazing. Trying to take you on a journey. Amazing, yes. Yeah. And I, It made I, me feel like springtime, but that's just, you know, I'm a, I'm a weird guy. I'm, the time so change still got me weird. If you enjoyed the show, I got to throw this out there. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you drop us a line, let us know, go onto iTunes and give us positive feedback. This is the show. I think of all the shows we've had, episode 23, it took us 23 of them to get them down. But I think of all the shows that we've ever done, this ex- is the 23th. This is the 23th. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to leave something good here. Yeah, I know. I, I, Spit it out. I, I think this, this one show exemplifies exactly why we started the show. And it really puts it out there that you can do whatever it is you want to do creatively and get out there and do it. Don't hold back. Learn from whatever you can learn from. You don't have to go off and study and do this and do that. You can if you want to, yeah. but it's not necessary. If you want to learn how to draw, pick up a pencil and a paper and find somebody that will teach you how to draw and you can draw, you can make food, you can do whatever, play guitar, just get out there and make something. That's really all I've got. Please leave us a positive feedback on iTunes and all the places where you can possibly leave us a review. And if you didn't like the show, Give us five stars anyway. Yeah. That's I mean, what I else you got to do? Yeah. 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 It's, not it's just a click. Yeah. Come find you. me at mgflash.com or on, on uh, the old Facebook thing. Yeah. Just type it in, type yeah. in MG flash. You'll find me. Yeah. Grimstone. Michael, Michael screw. Michael. Dan haters. Oh, geez. Jeez. He's a, <laughs> keep going. He's a whore. He's a, <laughs> he's millennial. a musical whore. Crucible hate, even though I'm not in that band anymore. But. You know, at the end of the show, we do this. Solo we can't, stuff. We can't end. No. We never end. We're not good at ending. Go ahead. Uh, Michael Worth. MichaelWorth.com. I don't. I'm Michael Worth. MichaelWorth is a badass.com. Hey, did you com. know that Russell Reserve is pretty good, too? Russell's Reserve. I don't know who Russell is. Russell is the master distiller. Oh, really? Yeah. He yeah, likes, uh, what do you like, Drew? Gentleman Jack? Right. He's yeah, a big fan of Gentleman Jack. Gentleman Jack is really good. Single Barrel is pretty good. Yeah. Single Barrel. But I don't make Single Barrel money. Did you know they got chewed out by uh, some organization. I'm not going to give them any kind of credit, so I'm not going to mention the the organization, but apparently the advertising of Flip the Bird that that they used to do back uh, early on was not very well received. They thought it was crass and, and not becoming of a of a whiskey company good arts like that yeah good art should poke exactly a exactly so i'm very proud of wild turkey for for doing what they do they're in lawrenceburg kentucky give them a, a shout out yeah. let them know you heard us on the show talking about it drinking a lot of it um it's good good whiskey it, it, it did go good with this other bird yeah, it did. <laughs> lots of birds so awesome terrible terrible ending the show where can they find you at mike i don't know 
Just on the internet. Google me. I Google myself all the oh, time. Oh, no. <laughs> yes, you do. We'll put that. Is that art? That's what, that's a, next week's top or, uh, you know, in two weeks, we'll talk about porn. Is, yeah. is, is, it, is it artistic? Doesn't have oh, merit. Oh, yeah. That's, that'll probably come up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it will. All right. No? Are we done? I think we're done. Are Let's you do sure? this. We're yeah. done. Hour and, what? Hour and huh? 30. Hour yeah. and 20. We done? I love you. Thanks for inviting us in your home, Drew. Yes, thank you much. We're going to go.